Welcome to a new era of Diamond in the Pod. We're using technology. We're keeping up with the times. Uh, we're going to do our best. This is obviously a little bit of a new situation. Uh, I'm in our record basement studios. Uh, Mr. Christopher Erico is in the new uh, location of Studio 2, which is going to be our new studio. We're working on it. And CT, uh, kind of coming from a different location. I feel like we have a lot to catch up on. First of all, is everybody well? Is everybody enjoying the holiday season? Chris, let's start with you. Uh, I can't complain, man. Christmas is my favorite time of the year, if you guys didn't know that. I love Christmas. I got my tree set up down here, all my lights, and uh, I can't complain. Uh, December, the gift of giving. I, you know, there's nothing else to uh, really complain about. How about it's you? It's a beautiful concept. I'm doing. I'm doing all right. You know, I like Christmas. I, I definitely loved it probably more when I was a kid. But you know what? It's this is my first year having our own house for Christmas, and we're kind of doing things our own way, and that's that's definitely been good all around. Good. It's a blessing. Uh, yes, it is. And it's a it's a season of giving. And that's the most important thing. CT, where are you coming from? Where are you speaking from? And and how are you? I'm currently speaking from the other side of the country. I'm on the west side, currently in Seattle, Washington. West side. And um, it's snowing. Yeah, it's snowing. And uh, first off, I want to say congratulations to all the Giants fans, because I, I was tuned into that game yesterday. That's it. They held on by the skin of their teeth. It was, it was ugly. It was at times disgusting, but in a beautiful way. They they persevered, and man, what a coming out party for Kayvon Thibodeau. Mm-hmm. He, I was just about to say he's the story. It was awesome to see. But man, Washington, I think you got to fill in the listeners. Uh, obviously, a lot of people have been wondering when we do a show. A lot of things have been going on in our lives. Everybody's you know all good overall, but. Uh, CT, if there's, if there's anything you want to fill the listeners in on before we start today's show, and the theme is going to be about dreams and goals and visions, um, but CT, why don't, why don't you take the floor? Um, yeah, so today's topic is about dreams and goals, and for me, this has been a big step in the right direction for me as far as a, a goal of mine individually. Uh, yes, I currently travel to Seattle, Washington, um, due to a, a lot of reasons, but the biggest one, it's it's for myself. And um, for a long time, I, I had told, you know, you guys, um, specifically, I felt like I was like, my grandmother, she calls it Cinderella. Me personally, I call it CT fella, because, you know, Cinderella was a beautiful individual, had a beautiful soul, but was being treated, you know, uh, disgustingly um, behind closed doors. So, um, so me personally, I felt uh, I needed change. And, you know, outside of, of where I was staying, I was, you know, I'm living this inspiration type lifestyle, but inside I wasn't satisfied. I, I was not happy. And, you know, I had to do what's best for me. And um, I've, I'm currently staying with people that care about me and that would take bullets from me, et cetera, and that are making me a, a better version of myself and who I always knew I could be. Well, that sounds like you took um... – a tremendous leap and good for you for putting in the effort to work on yourself. Obviously we don't have to delve too far into it in the intro because we're going to talk more about our visions and goals uh, throughout the show. Um, 
I guess when you think about and we're happy for you, man. Let me let me just say that yes, right off the bat. We're happy, happy for you, and uh, we miss you, know, you but yeah, we're happy. We were low key sad as hell when you were like, yes. oh, by the way, I'm uh, going to the West Coast. We were like, oh well, you know, say hi to him. Obviously, you know, we're, I guess they're no longer with us. But I was going to say we're Team Big, you're Team Tupac. But um, I hope you enjoy your time on the West Coast. I I see you're having a great time. Looks like you're working out with some uh, some family and friends, and and just everybody's. Uh, out there to better themselves um mm -hmm. and we uh, as always wish you the best and that is that is the most important thing i second that so i kind of want to start today's show by saying when when people throw out the term dreams it's kind of tossed out tossed around a lot you know everybody when you're when you're a child i feel like most adults not necessarily even just your, your parents or, or your caretakers they they just say you can do anything you want you know you you can do anything you mm -hmm. want to do and before we we, we break into the discussion about our, our personal dreams i was sort of reflecting on, on the on the, the the slight arrogance behind that statement i mean everybody's different everybody's been dealt a different hand of cards in their life uh, so Chris, I'll start. This is this isn't meant to be a trick question. It's more of a reflective question. But mm -hmm. Chris, do you do you feel that it's like a fair thing to say to a young person that you can do anything you want to do? Do you truly believe that, or or do you think it's maybe not right to generalize people? And and because to me, it's kind of a blank statement. What do you guys think? So to me, it honestly. I hear where you're coming from because it honestly just depends on the person's mindset and how they want to go on with their life. You know what I mean? So if you say you could do anything to someone who's not really motivated and stuff, obviously they're not going to, you know, go out and do whatever they want to do. But if you say it to someone who's talking. like, yes. So if you say it to someone who's motivated and like who wants to do it and like who's dedicates, it also, it's it's a I see where you're coming from. It's a, it's it's a it's a hard question to answer because it's like it kind of like it it almost kind of stems down to if you have the passion you could do it. If you have the money you could do it. If you have like a good support system you could do it. You know what I mean? Right. It kind of like stems from that. Cause say like say uh I don't know you want to go be an athlete or something, right? You want right. to go play basketball or football. You have to you can't stay at like a local high school or something. You have to go to an academy, which revolves a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of effort. So you have to put your kid in a academy. And this is like a lot, a lot of money, a lot of transportation wise and stuff. So, yes. And it's an advantage it just, to those that get to go to those yeah, schools. Yeah, it's just it's like a trick. It's like a hard question. But then again, you know, if no one laughs at your dreams and they're not big enough. But. I like that. I'm I'm kind of on the fence. Of, You're in the middle. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle. That's a tough question to answer, to be honest that's, with you. That, that's, but, there's yeah. really no right or wrong. Yeah, yeah there's answer, no right or wrong. So I don't want you to feel yeah. like you're under yeah. the pressure. Yeah. Like how many Michael Jordans are out there that we never yes. heard of? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. How, how many Michael Jordans are just you know regular dudes who occasionally exactly. lace up on the corner of of uh, their neighborhood and and just dominate. Uh, yep, I was just exactly. watching a little piece on Alan. I I didn't see the whole thing, but it was on TV. I caught like 10 minutes of Alan Iverson. And obviously he had a huge incident before he was uh, yeah. 
selected to go to Georgetown, and Georgetown yeah. was the only school that didn't give up to him, literally because his mother it's begged crazy. the coach. Yeah. Uh, so and 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 the incident that occurred, he he got scapegoated. It was it was a brawl that broke out yeah. a bowling alley, and he just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. So uh, you never know. But I mean, go, if he yeah. didn't get that chance, he might not be who he is today. Exactly. And going back to what I said, a um, little quick story. I went out to brunch yesterday with my girlfriend and all of her college girlfriends and their boyfriends or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, if you guys are watching, well, yesterday was the World Cup. So shout out to Messi. Good obviously. Um, There's a guy who lived his dreams, man. Yes. So... When we were out uh, to brunch, the um, this her friend's boyfriend plays soccer, and I was like, "Oh, like, did you watch the World Cup?" Blah blah blah. He's like, "Yeah," and we were talking about the Red Bulls and how I go to Red Bulls games and stuff. And he's like, "His friend, his two friends play on the Red Bulls." Wow. So now there's a rumor going around that Messi might go to Miami. Well, at this point, you know, he's done everything internationally. Is his yes. MLS tenure is, is uh, that, that's yes. what these older soccer players yes. do. It's like, uh, yes, like a retirement well, league for them. Yeah, exactly. So, but his two friends, this is this is where the story comes in into play right now, had to dedicate their whole life to driving to New Jersey from Long Island. Their parents had to drive them in high school five days a week, right after school or maybe skip school just to go practice. Yeah. To like make it into the quote unquote big leagues. Right. So again, not you know, everybody it, has that. Not everyone can have, not everyone could do that. Not everyone has the transportation to do that. And not everybody has the willpower or parents or financial stuff to do that. So it just goes back to your statement. It's harder for others and it's easier for some, uh, but I said, you know, I, I want CT to get his two cents in. But there's there's a saying out there, um, and I have a hard time applying it to myself. But it's it's true. I believe it when I say, uh, it's like a famous quote: "If you think you can or you can't, you're probably right." And I think that just pretty much says that mental fortitude can be the strongest thing for anyone, even though everything you're saying is true. Not everybody's going to get the luxury of of. Uh, Getting mm-hmm. driven to practice five days a week. Nope. CT, I want to get your two cents on this uh, philosophical question. Do you think it's right to almost put pressure on our our younger generations and saying, "Listen, you can do anything you want in this world"? Do you think that's fair to say? I am living proof of it. I have genuinely um, been uh, the biggest role model I can be for the younger generation. I feed that within them, but the you know, we just don't warn them about the obstacles that come along right. with it because it's not easy. You know, a lot of people, you know, go to college because their parents are financially stable or because they're, you know, physically capable of performing at a high level. Not everyone's physically capable. There is a, an amazing young man uh, who's who has one arm and is playing at a, co- a college level of basketball. I do not know I saw him. I saw him. He, had a put, he had a put-back dunk recently. His name is Emmanuel. Free throw. Yeah. Anything is possible. And mm-hmm. and it's not a disability. He he, ha- he has went up beyond expectation. So me personally, yes, I, I, I feel like that's fair for, for them to say you could do anything that you want to do because I would never tell any, anyone anything if it, if it wasn't true. I wouldn't lie to them. I wouldn't uh, give them, uh, what's that word, like f- f- lost hope or something? 
yeah. or lead them in the uh, in the direction they won't be able to get themselves out of. Ansel Emmanuel is his name. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Yep. What an inspiring guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. I saw the cl- all I really saw was the clip where uh, he's shooting free throws at the line and he, and he missed a free throw and he was able to gather it and throw it down, which is just like like you dunk the basketball with one hand. I, I can't do that with two hands. Like that's impossible Mm-mm. to for, for someone like me to even nope. think about. So nothing's kudos, impossible. Ant. Kudos to to that man. That is that is an impressive feat. And CT, you know, you really are a wordsmith. You say things quite effectively and efficiently. Uh, and I, I don't have kids yet, but when I do, I want to tell them they can do whatever they want. Now, do I know for a fact that they can be an astronaut or uh, an inventor or an athlete or anything or, or a musician or anything? I, I have no idea. But I know if they decided that's something they want, that if you don't put your most put your strongest effort into it as best you can with the cards you've been given. That's mm-hmm. the most important thing to me. I think dreaming is more important than completing the dream. Yep. That's my but thing. You, but you as a parent also have the ability to push them to what they want to do. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Maybe I, not as a young, maybe not at such a young age, but you know what? Like mid age, you could, if they want to do something, okay. If listen, you're able to do that and help them do it, then yes, it's very achievable. You cannot underestimate the influence of uh, nope. parents and role models. Um, I mean, no, you I, cannot. I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big supporter of psychology. So if mm-hmm. you if you study that and believe that there's there's more there than pretty much anyone can even you know figure. And you know, not everybody has the best role models given to them. Not everybody has that that parent in their corner. So obviously, it's it's not. I just for those out there that don't have that, I don't. If you decide you want something, it's going to be hard, but you can do it. You just got to find, figure out what thing you can do. What is one thing you can do a day to accomplish your dream? So with that, uh, CT, I'm going to kick it to you next. Uh, when you were a child, when you were, I don't know, let's let's go five, six years old. I think that's probably around the first age people start maybe humoring you and saying hey what do you want to be when you grow up what was your dream at that age if you can recall um i remember this like it was yesterday i want to say i was like in um let's say pre-k pre-k or first grade Mm -hmm. and we were writing down like you know growing up as a kid they ask you to like write down your dreams or you know your favorite color stuff like that i wrote down an uh, nfl wide receiver and I nice. had a very high vocabulary. I, I literally wrote it down as if I was 12. <laughs> but um, NFL wide receiver. And if you guys haven't seen, to all the listeners or to you two individually, if you haven't seen the movie Boys in the Hood, I was literally Ricky. The person always carrying the football. The person, uh, you know, everybody was, uh, you know, looking up to, you know, seeing that, okay, this this man has, this young man has a, a future in this sport. So um, that was my dream. I wrote down to be an NFL wide receiver. Beautifully, beautiful dream, beautiful story. Uh, Chris, your turn. Um, you guys know this. I was uh to be a model slash actor or influencer, and you felt that uh, at five. Yes, and I, I actually, it's funny because CT. I was just sending CT Snapchats. 
I just found an old flash card, uh, flash drive of my one of my cameras, and I was actually vlogging myself at a young age, doing like tricks, doing making vlogs and like recording my whole life throughout the day, and that was my dream. And and looking back at it, it's just like I kind of had like I don't know if it's the right word, like an epiphany to like just like pick it up again and like start recording my whole life from like the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed. But uh, yeah, that that's that was my dream, and I could confidently say that I accomplished it. That's pretty uh, damn cool, you know. <laughs> I definitely can say I accomplished it, but I don't want to take too much time. I'm gonna ask you, Ant, what was your dream, and what did people ask you at a young age, and what oh, you wanted yeah. to do? I, I, as a young kid, I I used to tell my mother, I, I want to be a doctor, but for kids, not for adults. I specifically, I mean, at at age five. I was thinking that I could be a pediatrician. Now, I can see it. it well, thank you, but <laughs> as I, you know, we'll get we'll get to the next phase of the show. Yes. It was it was um, it's not something I I regret not pursuing. But at that age, I just for whatever reason I I wanted to help others, and probably because I was a kid, I was mm-hmm. like I'd rather help kids than adults. I guess yes. it's just, you know, my personal preference. So, yes, yes. Truthfully, as a child, I used to say, yeah, I, I want to I didn't even say pediatrician. I'd say I want to be kid doctor. And everybody, yeah. you know, everybody <laughs> kind of laugh. Yeah. Uh, but then right. obviously like you get, you get hey. older, you, you get older, you, you figure I don't I'm always learning more about myself. You get older, you figure That's out true. a little bit more about yourself. I mean, yeah. I think it's um, awesome that, you know, CT would carry that football around and have visions of being an NFL wide receiver. Um, uh, when you and I, it's true he could be. Just go, just look back Absolutely. on Turkey Bowl. Just look back at Turkey Bowl. I believe the words were about. Code. I believe that was. He knows. He knows the word. He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Take over. Uh, but when, but CT, as you got older, let's say high school, 15, 16 years old, uh, did you have the same dream and the same expectations in your life, or did maybe maybe things change? Because for me, they did. Yes, um, things changed uh, drastically. Yeah, I was told at sixteen, and I was I was um young as a as a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. Like I told you guys last episode, I was supposed to graduate twenty twenty and graduated twenty twenty one. So mm-hmm. my uh football career, as far as high school, it was up and down uh, due yeah. to you know like uh, homelessness yeah. and and academics. Yeah, you. So I was it. told my uh, yeah my um twenty. Year 2020, I was told I wasn't able to play football no more due to academics. I would have to play basketball or, or baseball. And and hearing that, bro, you know, like that, that that's heartbreaking. Something that you, you know, grew up playing and, you know, you, you couldn't live without. So, um, so it had changed. I had to, um, I had to start to steer into this, let's say, counseling, like, uh, psychologist type lifestyle to where I felt God was just throwing, uh, let's say other people's problems, other people's emotions and everything at me to where I naturally was able to, you know, he- heal their, uh, let's say solve their uh, problems, you know, solutions and, you know, just, uh, be therapeutic as far as listening and, and, and feeding advice and, uh, understanding them. And so I felt, Maybe I was destined to be, let's say, a preacher 
or a motivational speaker, a life coach, et cetera, a mentor, all those good things. That's, that's, I mean, that, that's, that's good. And also a little bit sad. Like, I'm so, I'm sorry to yeah. hear that you kind of had that, that realization uh, or that, that tough situation with you, with your education kind of being uh, on hold and, and you having to kind of change your vision. But, but you know something, I'm just going to say this. Most people go through that when it comes to the vision of being a professional mm -hmm. athlete. If you think about how many young men, yeah, and women also, I mean, how, how many individuals envision being a professional athlete, I feel like a lot of peers of mine, myself included, even at one point or another, love to, to fantasize about being yep. a professional football player, especially when you're younger than the people being drafted on TV. You think, mm -hmm. wow, to walk across that stage and be selected by a team and, and be embraced. That's something a lot of people envision. And, you know, when I was 15, 16 years old, I wasn't thinking about a career. I wasn't thinking about money. I probably should have been, but I was more yeah. interested in play. I wanted to play college sports and I wanted to probably play college football. And, you know, I put a lot of time and effort and, and, de and I dedicated a huge portion of who I was to a high school football program that really was nothing special. And yeah. I, as I, I, was a part of a football team that maybe threw the ball four times a game, five times a game. And as I senior year, uh, you know, we stunk. Like we just were not really a good team. So the nature of my school that I went to, Chris, you went to the same school. Yep, they yep. uh they kind of had the 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 mentality that okay, we're a small school, we can't compete with the other schools. So obviously we should kind of look, it was almost like, you know, in the NFL when they decide to, you know, pull the plug on a season and, and rebuild yeah. the future season. That's what was happening. A lot of seniors Thanks. that I knew were better <laughs> football players than I was were, were yeah. already being benched and, and it was over. So that was, that may sound silly because it's just, to a lot of people, high school sports aren't really a big deal, but that was, that was extremely hard for me to, to see us a stink and B put in all that work and effort and have it, you know, in terms of production on the field, not really be rewarded. I had a few small yeah. moments, uh, you know, in terms of on the field, broke up a few passes, made a few tackles on special teams. But, you know, I never got to catch a game-winning touchdown at homecoming. I never got to do a lot that I dreamed about, envisioned. And I dreamed about doing it for my school in my town. And yeah. and that, that was something. And ultimately, I had to realize that college – for me, it was, you know, everybody expects where I went to school. Everybody expects you to go to college for the most part. Um, and, yeah. And there's a lot, and not everybody does, obviously. But you know, I was under pressure, at least from my family and my situation, to go to college. And I, I wanted to go to college. It wasn't something I didn't want to do, but I didn't know what I wanted to study. I had no idea who I really wanted to be. So actually, in the beginning, I, I was, I, I, everybody was asking me, "So, where are you going to go to school? What's your major going to be?" I had no idea, and it freaked me out. You know, as as um, you know, sixteen, seventeen year old, and then, and then eventually, uh, I kind of found my way. I started as an undeclared major, then became an English major, uh, at SUNY Oneonta, and I realized a year into that, you know, because then that was sort of my dream at the time was I I, I think I can be a writer, and that was just because I started I started buying the BS that I was hearing from everybody that do what you're good at. Because then you'll make mm -hmm. money, and I was like, "Well, I, I'm not 
you know, if, if anything, I'm a good writer. It's something that I've always just kind of naturally been good at. I didn't really have to work very hard at it. I have a lot of words in my head that I'm able to kind of just put to paper. And, you know, I was I was okay in English. I was better. I was a good speller. I was good at grammar. It just kind of came naturally to me. I was not really a numbers guy. So I said, all right, I guess I should be a writer. Um, but then that didn't feel right. And ultimately, I said to myself, you know what? I want to do what I love to do. And, you know, I loved sports. Obviously, I felt, you know, I, I was never even realistically going to be, a, you know, professional athlete or something like that. So I said, it's either really sports media or, or sports coaching. And, you know, I always kind of wanted to be in the media business. And that's kind of where I am now. Uh, and we'll leave that as a good segue because I don't want to go too far into it. What Right now, I'm a I'm a 30 year old man. Um, I'll start because I've already, I've already kind of stumbled into the next topic. Yeah. I, I've always wanted to work in the media business and I do. And it's kind of cool to say that I do, but I never really envisioned myself uh, working in advertising. Obviously that's where the money is. Obviously it's kind of the, the necessary evil, if you will, the game, if you will, uh, for, for media to be successful. But I learned some useful skills and it's a good way to make money. But my vision down the road and something that I, you know, I still hope to do is develop my own media platform and develop my own content. And, you know, do I have to make money for it, for it to be considered living my dream? Honestly, I'm at the point in my life where I say, no, I don't have to, but it would be nice to, to kind of have that like chapter kind of like fulfilled. Obviously I've made some money probably very little nothing really worth bragging about over my endeavors of you know writing articles and and guest starring in podcasts or hosting podcasts i've put in a lot more hours and effort than any money would really reward but to me it's not a hobby even though i'm not making money it's who i am so by putting in the time to do something i'm passionate about i hope one day i can call it a career but you know the advertising thing is is a good good partnering experience and i hope one day to combine them and ultimately right now my big thing is i want to be in charge i'm my own boss i don't really you know do entirely well with uh being bossed around and taking orders you guys could probably attest to that every time we play me and you both so we are we got about nine minutes remaining uh i think we're making good time here obviously this is a zoom call so it's going to be a little bit shorter show uh but chris I've been talking way too much. Uh, right now, at this point in your life, what is your dream, and what do you what do you want to do? So right now, I'm uh, to be honest with you, I'm in like a a weird standstill in my life because yeah. um, what I want to do, I kind of do on a daily basis, but it's not really considered quote unquote a job. Um, kind of like CT said. I absolutely, you guys follow me. I love to help people. I love to hear about people's problems and I love to help them figure out a better solution or help them just become a better human being and like live the life that they were supposed to live instead of being down and being depressed and having all this anxiety built up because, you know, it's crazy. But like I said before, I was looking at old pictures and videos and it's like you blink and you're going to be older and you know, you don't want to regret living a sad life. So um, what I, I, like I said, 
what I like love to do is to help people. Uh, obviously, I didn't go to college, so I don't have a degree in any of you that. Okay, just throwing it out there. Go on. No, no, yeah, I know, I know, I can. Uh, mm-hmm. I was actually talking to someone who said I would be a uh, great social worker. Uh, she's agree. actually she's a friend of mine, and she's a social worker, and she said that. This is her quote directly. She said, social workers need people like you who help people and see the best interest in them and help other people and don't help yourself. So that actually stuck with me a lot. Um, now, I am creating a help Instagram. Um, I don't want to talk too much about it because we don't talk have about much it. time. Wait, no, I want to hear it. You have, you have, <laughs> uh, you have a couple so, minutes. Uh, so help Instagram is an idea that popped into my head. Uh, it's not like I'm kind of still piecing all the uh, puzzles together and stuff. Uh, so it's going to be an Instagram where we're going to have a team. So uh, we're going to have a couple people, a couple different people, and maybe even an actual social worker uh, to actually uh, help with it, who is actually a licensed person who can help you and it's going to be an Instagram where you could reach out to uh, either me or one of the people on the team and you can talk about your problem. And it's going to be kind of like a life, kind of like a life coach, kind of like, 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 like a hotline, like an online, like hotline help system. That's why I call it help. Yes. Um, so kind of like if you're going through something and you know, someone will always be there to help you and talk to you and stuff like that. So that's kind of where my vision's going. Um, I actually have a couple people who said they want to be on the team. So I got like six people on the team right now. Uh, like I said, it, it it's, it's, it, I'm not, I'm going to take my time with it cause I don't want to rush it. I want it to be kind of perfect and I want it to be useful because I do have a lot of people that reach out to me and I help them. And sometimes I'm at a standstill. Still. And sometimes, you know, I need help for myself and I don't know what advice to give these people. So that's when it comes into having other people on the team. I know that you said you might be interested in it and, you know, no you, give great, you give great oh, advice. I'm here to support you and your vision. Yeah. That's the no, most important course, thing. And I'm happy to help anybody that, that is yes. you know, involved in the hotline. But real quick, yes. before we go to CT kind of wrapping up the show, I want you to know that if social work is something you envision, you are capable of doing that. And that is yes. not just me saying it. It's me saying it because I know you and I know where your passion lies. And I know that that's probably a big uh, hump to hop over. Yeah. But ultimately, I think you're taking a good step in the right direction as uh, this help. This is sort of like that. what I said before. What is one small thing you're doing yes. to, to live your big dream? Everybody has mm-hmm. Dreams of different levels. And yeah. if your big dream is social work, you could you could decide at 45 years old you want you want to start to go to yeah. school. I, I went to school I know. with people who have many different generations. So yes. the future is yours, my friend. 100%. I, I appreciate hope you understand that. that. CT, I appreciate that. You got, no problem, bro. CT, you've taken a massive leap, leap in your life. Uh, and I know you were going through some, I'm going to call them growing pains. And you do them privately. You don't share a lot. I'm going to be really honest with you. You, you. You're a very humble guy and you don't want to put your problems on other people. And we love that about you. But it, I, I, if you're able to reflect on, on the leap you're taking a little bit and the dreams you have now, please do. The, the floor is yours for the remainder of the show. 
Um, personally, I want to thank you guys for always being, uh, you know, there for me, uh, reaching out even when I wouldn't uh, reply as soon as, you know, to to conceal that you guys were recent. Uh, and I want to apologize for, you know, all of the uh, lack of communication. But I want to say that I am 20 right now, and my dream is to generally keep doing what I'm doing, but on a bigger platform. Like, I am someone who am doing everything that I grew up wanting to do. Like, I still play football. I still play basketball. And um, I'm still able to inspire and, and motivate those that I love and, you know, those who learn to love me. Like, I've created such a, like, you know, you guys know the fan base, but I also created friends, you know, just by simply being who I am. So, like I told you guys on the um, last few episodes, you know, I'm going to be actor and um, and shake hands with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Like, I was literally thinking about this. I'm just this off subject, but Ant, I was watching the, the Giants game, hearing the commentators. I'm like, oh, my man's Ant will body this. Like, he could do this with ease. I, I was listening to these guys, and I'm like, he would show them up in such a way because you're so passionate about it. I genuinely would enjoy your commentary. Thank like, you. not a lot of people enjoy commentary anymore. But uh, I was thinking about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's starred in so many movies. Like, so many you lose count. And he does such an, he did such an amazing job in it. And I'm someone who quotes movies, like, randomly throughout the day. So I'm passionate about it. And um, so I'm still, I'm going to be st- still be going to school. I still get to, uh, you know, work at the carnival and, uh, you know, and continue to spread positivity still get, or still will be there for you guys on those Wednesdays, you know, once I return, like all those things, I just genuinely want to keep doing what I'm doing, but on a bigger, bigger platform. And I feel like it could be, let's say, cause I'm also, also musically talented. It could be through uh, music. It could be through um, uh, act, acting. It could also be through, uh, you know, sports, but the list goes on, but I genuinely, that's, that's my dream. And, and I, I, I'm passionate about it, and I would. I'm going to, ach- I'm going to achieve that before you know, like I breathe my last breath. Your dream of inspiring others, you you do that every day for me and Chris. You I, did it just now yep. by paying a compliment. You did. I, mean, I, I I don't mean to brag, but I there were a couple moments where I said something a little faster than Chris Collinsworth. I think Mike Tirico is like the best <laughs> play-by-play broadcaster in the business. But man, that is such a, a nice nice compliment and. You know, believe it or not, you're not the first person to tell me that. I mean, it's it's a difficult opportunity to get. And once you get that job, you keep your butt in that seat really as long as you possibly can. Yep. But, and and but, I don't mean to cut you off, but my cousin works for Yes Network. So I'm going to talk to him for you because he's <laughs> he's he's doing everything that you want to do on Yes. And he writes for them and he does all the stories and he's trying to get on TV. So I'm going to talk to him and see if there's any openings for you for an interview or anything. Anything to help you you get your foot in the door. So continue though. I mean, honestly, that's I think that's the perfect way to end it. Uh, Most importantly, as the time is kind of expiring here, as as everyone's going to have rough day, tough days, not everyone's going to get to live every dream. Mm -hmm. And I want to reiterate that dreaming is more important than living your dreams. Because yep. after you accomplish one, you're going to have another because life is never over until it's over. So mm-hmm. as long as you're alive, and as long as you have friends like you guys uh, picking each other up, then we're all living our dreams every single day. This has been Diamond in the Pod. Thank you for listening. As always, we are here for you. Tune in next time.